Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Stare Down. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast with some friends from around the country. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by Bill Risser down in St. Pete, Florida. Todd Meininger up in Cumming, Georgia. What's up, boys? How was your weekend? Bill, start with you, man. Yeah, good weekend. I went to uh, PodFest in Orlando. It was a two-day, actually a three-day conference. I could only make Saturday and Sunday. Listened to a whole bunch of experts on podcasting, which was super fun, super geeky. Um, and then Cindy went with me. So she spent the entire day Saturday visiting all four Disney parks. Wow. <laughs> and then we went back over for dinner Saturday night after I got out of the podcast or you know the conference. Uh, and then on Sunday, a couple listeners will be interested in this. We actually got tickets and got in line for the uh, Rise of the Resistance at uh, Disney. Which, without a doubt, it's Star Wars, Sean. I know you look okay. at me funny. Yeah, you, both of you are just staring at me. It's uh, <laughs> it's the latest Star Wars ride, and it is. Um, you know what? I can tell you guys a bit about it because you don't care. You'll never go on it. Mm-hmm. But we had to get to the park at seven thirty. At eight o'clock, the uh, virtual queue opens on your iPhone app for Disney, and everyone's standing around staring at their phones. The place is packed. There's at least thousands of people there already waiting. And right at eight o'clock, you go boom. And we hit it instantly as soon as the app opened and said you could sign up for your queue. And we were group 40. Mm. Now, if you were in group 64, it said no guarantees you're going to get on the ride today. And so they said, okay, you're in group 40. We'll give you a heads up when it's time for you to come over to the ride. We, so we left the Disney. I went back to go to the conference on Sunday. And at 1230, they said, hey, it's your time. Come on over. So we shot back over to the park and went on the ride. Sean, you're not moving. You okay? Well, yeah. It was oh, okay. A, you're just uh, um, he's just not moved. Yeah, I, I, I put him asleep <laughs> with a story about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'm, I'm waiting to hear. Like, was, so, oh my god, dude, it, it was. So what day? Did you, Star- what day did you log in to the app? Sunday morning at eight o'clock, and then we we were told at twelve thirty-five. It's now time. You can get on. You have two hours to come over and go on the ride. So it's a virtual queue. There's no fast passes. There's no standby line. You have to, and there's big signs as you walk up to Hollywood Studios that say there are no more uh, available. There's no more availability for Rise of the Resistance. By mm-hmm. eight thirty, those signs are up, and it is just a game. You just gotta, you know, know how it works. But it was a spectacular. I've never been on um, anything close to it. There were multiple things going on. Um, you're in a vehicle that's trackless, that's flying around in this area and doing spins and nearly hitting stuff, but there are no tracks. That was impressive as hell. I've never seen that. And then so that well, thing. Could, could you and Cindy both be on your apps and you get 40 and she gets 43 and you get to do it twice? No, because you have to, um, one person has to, Cindy's in my app and I'm in hers. So, you know, we're, uh, we're part of a group together. So once it grabbed me, it grabbed her. And I saw a group of about 12 people standing in the, in main street, right. Doing the same thing. And they all started cheering because the person who was getting got a group and all 12 got signed up at once. And and I'm not lying. You hear cheers going up all around the park and they play this like celebratory music (laughs) inside the park. And then uh, many of us just left because I, we weren't, I had to go back to a conference. It started at nine 30, you know, Sydney went back to the hotel and uh, then at at noon we headed back over. So So let me ask you, but when, when Sydney's there by herself, does she do rides or does she? She only went on one. She only went on one, but she, she took the Skyliner thing all to all the different parks and she saw all four of them. So she, uh, I, I ended up meeting her in Epcot, and then we walked over to ESPN to the uh, on the boardwalk. Uh, from there, we walked to Hollywood Studios, and it's a neat place at night to see all that stuff. And uh, we went on one ride. We went on the Millennium Falcon Run, 
And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was neat. When you have a pass, you just feel like it almost feels like it's free, I guess. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It was fun. So no golf this weekend? No golf. Wow. All oh, right. wow. Todd, what about you, man? I know you had a little lacrosse this weekend. <clears throat> yeah. So um, Saturday, uh, tennis team was actually in city finals for, um, I believe, A1 mixed doubles. Um, but Scott had a lacrosse game right at three, and I wasn't in the lineup. So um, when coach sent out an email that said the season is one third over, I was like, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. junior year, one third over. So needless to say, it was a pretty easy decision to uh, wish my, uh, my mates luck on the tennis squad and uh, got to watch Scott play. Um, they had a big, good victory and I know I'm, I'm really biased, but it was probably uh, the best game I've seen him play. So it was pretty, really mm-hmm. cool. Made an extra fist pump to myself. Yeah. Glad, glad you uh, attended this one. So um, that was great. And then Sunday I watched a lot of the, uh, Bay Hill. And of course I had Rory, um, and, um, he shot five over on Sunday, which if he would have shot even par, he would have won the tournament. Right. So, um, so that was fun to watch, but a little frustrating, but other than that, it was just a good, good, solid weekend. Um, what about you, Sean? Well, I showed houses on Saturday and, um, eight houses all within Arlington. So it was like a four mile radius, but eight houses and actually wrote an offer, which was nice and got it accepted that night. So that's a good thing. And then Sunday had my first round of golf, got up early, which was remember was got up early, which was an hour later because the time changed, but we went to the golf. Actually, Kevin got to the golf course early. We had a frost delay. Uh, Bill, that's when the mm. uh, grass is too cold. You can't play on oh, it. Oh, I've never heard of such yeah. a thing. Uh, <laughs> what is this frost delay? You so frost delay. We got pushed back till 1030, which is really 930, you know, on Saturday. Was, it, was that a frosty delay? You're waiting for the Wendy's frosty <laughs> yeah. to show up before you teed off because it was so warm. So we, right, now you're rubbing it in, Bill. Now you're rubbing it in. <laughs> we had the uh, we had the first time, and so it was myself and Kevin, my brother, and Shane, uh, one of Kevin's coworkers, our regular player, and my son Ryan got up and actually played with us. So uh, nice. had fun. And uh, Bill, it, it's the distance he's he's been lifting lifting weights over the winter. Uh oh. And his distance is um, he's still. He's got his driver set at 10.5, so he's hitting the ball just out of the mile area. high. But yeah. it's just, I mean, it's, it's. Do you think he's getting three bills on the carry? Uh, yeah, because we were getting we were getting no roll. It's really you know yeah. the ground's pretty wet. Um, yeah. But he was he was uh, you know early 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 in the season, so all of our short games were you know difficult. And the, the greens haven't been you know mowed in four months. What is this season you speak of? Right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so now let's get obnoxious. I know. I'm gonna keep going. It was, <laughs> it, was good, it was a good early round. You know, all of us, all of us knocked our first birdie out, and uh, Ryan had three on the back nine. So, um, so yeah. you track birdies. You track birdie first. What's a first birdie? Because that's something I'm not aware of either. You just yeah, have we, birdies continually throughout. Yeah, you know, we have two courses here at Ohio State, Bill. So we put a, <laughs> we, I, I'll put a scorecard up in the garage, and uh, the goal is to birdie out all 36 holes uh, at some point. Wow. In the, uh, Do you ever, have, you ever, have you ever done it? Uh, no, no. I last year, I, last year I was uh, 15 on the gray and 13 on the scarlet. So. Oh no! I birdied every hole. Okay, I birdied every hole on the property. Because okay. um, I give my Tory Pine story all the time, right? I've never been on twelve in regulation. Really? I've played that course a hundred times. <laughs> I've never been on in regulation. Yeah. Think about that. I've got some pars, no birdies, but I've never been on the hole in regulation. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Crazy. So, yeah, so it's uh, it was a good week, and uh, this week we've uh, got a full day of teaching tomorrow, which we'll catch up at the end. But, guys, let's talk sports. Let's uh, yeah. let's jump right into the NBA. NBA, really not much change. You got you got the, the Bucks and the Lakers. LeBron had a big week, beat the Bucks and the Clippers. Um, you know, really, really – he's playing really well. He beat someone else, too. They had three good wins, last three wins, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not sure who else he, who else he played, but – um, you know, uh, Zion Williamson playing well, Jean Morant's playing well, uh, little, little injury for, uh, uh, what's the kid out of Dallas, his name? Uh, oh, Luke. Uh, Luca. Yeah. Luke Luca. Doncic. Yeah. Luke, he injured his wrist, but he should be fine. Um, had another triple double, um, in a, uh, that was in the game against Zion. That was a pretty fun game to watch. Uh, the highlights were fantastic, but not much to talk about there. 76ers. That's the other team the Lakers. Beat. Oh, okay. Yep. It's so, a good. That's a good run, right? Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. for sure. Um, NHL, Bill, your Lightning still playing well. Uh, they had a tough, tough one against. Uh, they, they had some fights up against Boston, didn't they? That game got chippy. yeah. They, things got chippy, and that's to be expected. It always is. Uh, isn't Marshawn on their team? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's all you got to say. Uh, yeah, they're 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 solidly in entrenched in second in the uh, division and second in the conference. So, I mean, two seeds looking pretty good for him. Hopefully yeah. that can hold on. So, yeah, because we don't want the one seed. In fact, I met your friend Kevin today from Columbus and he mentioned going to blue jackets games. I go, you did that on purpose, right? You just rub that in, right? They had to bring up the blue jackets. We're not going to be in the playoffs this year. What's that? He got stuck in some traffic on the way up from Naples, huh? Yeah, it happens. When I 75 closes, you're screwed. So, yeah. yep. You're out there. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Columbus still in seventh place, even with all their injuries, uh, which seventh seventh spot, but it won't necessarily be seven two. It doesn't mean they'll right. play the Lightning. And I, actually, I don't want to play the Lightning because I think that'd be <laughs> that'd be coming with a vengeance. You mean Lightning doesn't strike twice? <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, I see what you did there. He's on fire. He's on fire. So, yeah. uh, let's talk golf, guys. The Arnold Palmer Invitational, or the API, as the kids are calling it. Um, uh, Terrell Hatton, first English winner of the. Arnold Palmer Invitational in 55 years in the, of the event. Uh, it was a kind of a star-studded European leaderboard or an international leaderboard. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Bryson DeChambeau did slide up into fourth place. The lowest, or I should say the highest scoring finish since the 2014 WGC in Doral. Mm. Um, only four players under par, only one round in the 60s all weekend. That's that's wow. back-to-back weeks, right? A really tough play out there. Yeah. That's God loves seeing it. Oh, I, course, I do too. Well, it was, Ricky yeah. Fowler came off the course on Saturday, and you know where the you know uh, the scores were all over the place, and you saw yeah. you saw Kepka shot eighty-two on Thursday on Friday. Who Kepka? Who I don't know that name. <laughs> Tigers. Tigers. Uh, it's not a ma- not a major yet. Okay, good. Right. <laughs> he doesn't try till the majors. I get, Ricky, it. I get it. Ricky said. Uh, you know, in his interview, he says, I would love to see an amateur play this course right now. Oh. Just because there's probably people at home saying, like, look at these hacks. And he's like, they would, you know, the rough was thick. The wind was howling. Bill, you were in Orlando all weekend. Oh, brutal. Brutal, you know, brutal Sunshine wind. and warm, but but windy, right? And well, warm's debatable. Warm's debatable. It was in the mid-60s with windshield pushing it down the 50s. Warm. I mean, I know that's, you know, okay, all right. <laughs> um, hey, I uh, I actually played Bay Hill. I think I shared in, in oh. uh, the past. And it was the most beautiful day, perfect temperature, no wind. 
And I still probably, if I was counting scores and finishing putts and not foot wedging, um, it would have been, you know, 150, you know, maybe it was, it's, it's a really, I mean, it's, it's legit. It's a legit uh, course for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, but these, these guys had the weather and they probably, I think the greens were maybe a little extra on the stint meter. I was trying it's to drop stimp. knowledge. <laughs> stimp with a P. Stimp. Stimp. Rats. Sean, okay. did you guys own a stimp meter at your course? That's we did. When yeah. You were, yeah and so I try to explain to Todd. Todd, it's, imagine it's like it's like a 30-inch bar, right? Like a ruler. And, and, yeah, like a ruler. They put a golf ball at one end, and they start raising it up real slow. And yeah. one end's on the ground. They're raising it up. And when it gets to a certain height, they're all built the same way. The ball starts. It just rolls off down the track. Mm-hmm. And then it rolls and it, you do it one way each way, right, Sean? And you average the distances. If it rolls 12 feet one way and 11 feet the, the other, st- yeah. 11.5 on the stem. Yeah. yeah I got they you. try to find a flat spot on the green, but it's, it's a crazy device. I mean, talk about going back into the old dark ages with right. measurements. It's pretty cool. So did you see any, anything you were, I guess you were kind of busy. You didn't see much or did you get a chance to see any? No, nah, I didn't really see much at all. I was either stuck on the freeway or, you know, in a conference on the weekend. So yeah, Rory, Rory, you know, finished once again, top five is sixth or seventh time in a row. Uh, you know, very Tiger-esque in his run over the last few weeks. And obviously he's gearing up towards this week and, and ultimately the masters. Right. But boy, he just came out and, and uh, let's see, what did he do? He, 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 didn't birdie, uh, he didn't birdie five, four, the par, th- par five, and then he bogeyed five, and then he on six, he hit it out of the bunker, and it should have checked, but the greens were so firm, it bounced like four or five times into the rocks. He had to take a drop. Didn't he get a little down. thin as well, though. Uh, on that double one. there. Yeah. Yeah. Double. Yeah. That's never good. Yeah. And he just, uh, just could not get going. Um, tried hard, but just, you could just tell by the end of the round, he was exhausted. He, he, you know, he mentally and physically was beat up. So we'll see what happens, but you know, Hatton with a kind of a little, little attitude, little volcanic uh, temper. Uh, he would you call him cheeky? Is that what you call him? <laughs> What's that? I said, would you call him cheeky? The Englishman? Yeah, you might, you might, but he hangs on to win. He beats uh Sung J M and Mark Leishman, uh, two guys from the president's cup team. Uh, once again, M now finishes two, or won three in his last two matches. Uh, missed really, Bill. He hit an gr- uh, unbelievable, probably best shot of the day on on 18 of all the contestants. And he had a birdie putt that would have put him leader in the clubhouse at four. And he left it, you know, an inch short, straight uh-huh. up middle. Um, so would have tied for second. But it, it was truly a first, second, third, fourth, and then five guys tied for fifth. So okay. big money payouts for the top four guys, for sure. Yep, yep. yep. Very good. And then we had two top t- – Pontevedra this week, the tournament yes. players championship without a certain player. All the big names, yeah, without Jason Day. Well, oh, yeah. oh, stop it! <laughs> but t- Tiger also not playing. Um, Phil coming in uh, with on a missed cut. Kapka coming in on a missed cut. You know, but the, some some of the some of the pairings are you know you got the typical Ricky JT and Jordan. Oh my uh, God! Great friends. Yep. They'll all be playing in swimming trunks if you let them. <laughs> but you have uh, what was the feed I saw? Kevin was showing me today. Um, it's Rory, Rom, and who's the third big name? Foreigner. Uh, now it's I, I think um, 
forget who it is, but it's it's three big hitters. Uh, oh, for yeah. you talking about how far they hit it? Yeah, yeah but I'm yeah. talking about the pairings. You know, the first yeah. round, first yeah, two yeah, rounds. yeah. And then they put uh, they put um, Hovland, uh, Morikawa, and I think Wolf together. So the three young young guys. Yeah. They put Kucher with Sergio. Oh, Kepka's with Rory. Kepka. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a that's a gallery dream right there, isn't it? Yeah, who's uh, DeChambeau gets, let's see, Gary Woodland, who's a nice guy. He can probably handle him. And Sung J.M. So, right. you know, hey, you're, 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 you're got a first and a third. You can play with the slow guy. Someone that doesn't have to talk to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I, I, got a, I got a question as the, uh, as the, the um, not even weekend golfer, the twice a year golfer. So how do you describe the TPC? It's not a major, but this is the term that no one misses, right? I mean, this is, this is as coveted. Other than the major, this is as coveted as a, a, a title as people want to hoist that cup, right? It's yeah. called the fifth major. It's called couple, the fifth okay. major a lot. Couple yeah. of reasons. Couple of reasons, Todd. It it carries a massive paycheck. Oh, mm. I think and massive. Dollars. How and about ten massive year, uh, ten year exemption? I think ten year exemption. Some oh, crazy yeah. exemption on the tour. Yeah, yeah, because it's the players' event. Can we compare it to any other? sporting event i mean i know i know we uh we've compared the past the fa cup in soccer like a triple a team playing a major league team i mean i don't know if there's any like weird comparison or it's, it's kind of unique that way i guess i think so yeah yeah it's a really big you know that's why someone like a craig perks when he won it you know uh 15 years ago was such a big win and you know yeah. some of the some of the no-name guys that have won it in the past uh it's just a just a big big victory and Sean, when I was looking, did you name the young kids, the Young Guns group with Hovland? Hovland, uh, Morikawa, and, and Wolf. Wolf. Wow, yeah. that's great. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, that's one I think you'll, you know, that, that'll be a, one, a neat one from a gallery standpoint to watch oh. how, how many of the young kids are following them because right. they're not really well known. But if you got on those guys' wagons early and yeah. said, you know, I've been following this, these guys since the first time they played together at the TPC. Like Tiger in 1996. Yep. <laughs> yep. So right. kind of exciting. Um, NCAA guys, NCAA basketball is getting really good. Um, I'll sit out this section. We're in, we're in championship week. Uh, you know, the, here's the teams that are in as of right now, as of the recording of this, the teams that are in the big dance, uh, surprising one, Utah state. I knew that was going to be first. Yep. Utah state beats San Diego state. <laughs> Give San Diego state their second, their second, Loss of the season. 30 and two done for the year until the tournament starts. Waiting to yeah. see where they go. They've definitely, you know, more There'll than be a one or a two. A, yeah. Falling out of a top seed. Um, you think so ooh. for sure? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they dropped. Depending the on what happens in the tournaments, right? They've got anything can happen. Well, their tournament's done. What so if, what if Dayton gets upset early? Yeah, maybe, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Their tournament's done. Um, yeah. Todd, you know what conference Utah State's in? Mountain West? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Mount West. Yeah. The Big West. The Big West? Okay. Okay. I, I guess it is called the Mountain West, but um Yeah, Mountain West. The other That's uh, where San Diego State is, yeah. We're just gonna go back and forth. Uh Bill, the other team that's locked punched his ticket is Belmont out of what conference? Who knows? Uh, MC Ryder. Yeah. Oh wait, that's that's Metropolitan Convention or Con- Correctional Center. Um I don't know. They're in the Ohio <laughs> Valley Conference. Oh, uh-huh. the OVC. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Todd, you down with OVC? Winter Golden Eagles. Winter Golden Eagles out of out of Rock Hill, South Carolina. What conference are they in? Uh, Patriot, Patriot Conference. They're in the Big South. 
Big oh, that's what I said. Sal. Yeah, big sell. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bill, you're up. How long are you going to embarrass us, John? Let's see. Bill, um, you got the Bradley see. Braves have punched a ticket. Bradley Braves will be in the March Madness. What conference? AAC. They are in the Mississippi Valley Conference. <laughs> and Todd, the only other team, there's there'll, there'll be four more punched tonight, I believe, if not five more punched tonight. But um, Liberty, Liberty has made the tournament. Good they luck. are in what conference? Today, everyone knows. He's looking it up. He's the, looking um, it up. Patriot, Patriot Too late. They are in the Atlantic Sun Conference. <laughs> Yeah. Wow! I'm gonna Did keep you know any of those? Did you know any of those, Sean? What? Did you know any of those yourself? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> here, here are, now. Here are the smaller conferences still to be filled: the Southern Conference, Colonial, mm-hmm. Horizon League, Northeast, Summit, West Coast. Where's Patriot. the Patriot? Okay. Patriot. There it is. America <laughs> East, the MIAC, the oh, MAC, okay. M-A-A-C, yeah. MAC, the MAC, Big Twelve, Quack, Big East. The MAC, Big Sky, ACC, Conference USA, Southland. What? The WAC, Pac-12, Big West, um, Ivy League, Atlantic 10, SEC, Sunbelt, American, and Big 10. Those wow. are your, yes. Is the Big 10 the last tournament on Sunday? Big 10 is always the last tournament, yes. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, Nance will do that that game and um, go from Six there. o'clock, 6.30 out here. We'll see the uh, the, the grid. Yeah, usually okay. that yeah selection selection show, um, so it's kind of fun. Um, Carolina's going to have to win five in a row if they're going to try and make the tournament this year. They they gave a valiant effort against Duke, but lost. Um, Not a chance. I, I share I share with you guys the stat, but I, I I'm still amazed by it. In the ACC tournament, Florida State gets the number one seed. Mm. Uh, Virginia heads up for Virginia eight in a row. All of their victories, none of they've never scored over sixty points in their last eight victories. Just playing amazing defense. Um, Louisville number three and Duke number four. First time in the ACC tournament history that Carolina or Duke hasn't been in the top three seeds. Wow, mm. that is amazing. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, just just a hard to believe stat, and obviously good for some parody to see it flipped. But um, you know, I wouldn't count Duke out, and I wouldn't count Carolina out, but. You know, Virginia just playing amazing basketball. I've watched three or four of their last games and just just the way that they on offense work it down to the last five seconds and find the good shot. And then the just defense, the other teams just cannot get any penetration to start any type of set. And it's just and then, you know, there's just, you know, bad shots, there's turnovers and there's there's a shot clock violations. Yeah. Hey, Sean, you'll have to have Aaron Conrad on next uh, show if North Carolina wins the ACC tournament. Yes, I agree. <laughs> might, uh, Is he might, as passionate uh, of a, a Carolina fan as you have met living in Columbus, Ohio, right? Yes, no doubt. No doubt about it. So <laughs> that's all I got on NCAA basketball. Um, obviously, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get into the, the fun time this week. We got tournaments. Todd, I don't know if you saw, it looks like um, uh, our big guy is going to be out for the SEC tournament, at least out for the first round. Um, no, but what I did see was when Scott's lacrosse game started at three, I got a text um, from my brother-in-law, Greg, who's down visiting my dad uh, with uh, my sister. And he said something to the fact of UF up 19 with 10 to go. Yeah. Uh, I turned, we're playing Kentucky and I turned and we lost 75, 74, maybe something like oh, that. 70, 71, 70. So, so how, how does Ron Kentucky's, did you- Kentucky's only lead of the game. Did Rhonda let you off the hook, or did she uh, give you the business a little on that one? No, she um, 
she actually uh, got disgusted that they were down early, and so she stopped watching it. <laughs> so she didn't enjoy the victory. Good, good, good. No. And then at the end, she came. She she came to me. And she said, "Why didn't you tell me they won?" I go, "I kept calling you to say come in and watch them. They're going to come back and win, win this game." Yeah. So, yeah. So I read. So they, I read a little thing, not not to stay on Florida, but I read um, Florida is considered by one prominent uh, college basketball expert as the most disappointing team um, in in 2019-2020 season. I mean, we were right. like third at one point, right? I mean, yeah. Yep. We were. Oh well. Are they out of the top twenty-five? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that was, that was quick. It probably is what Sean us, you know, like a seven seed or maybe a maybe a five. I, I see five twelve getting written, you know, beaten all. all yeah, I, I think uh, I think it depends on what happens. You know, the, we cannot lose to. Um, we play the Georgia. I think Georgia Ole Miss winner. Um, we can't lose that game. If we lose that game, I think we drop to maybe a ten or eleven seed. Yeah, yeah. And Bill, um, a win would have uh, gotten Florida a double bye in the SEC tournament. And oof, uh, ouch. that's why that's why it was so important. Plus, Kentucky were snake bit, right? It's it's <laughs> Kentucky's the golden holy grail. And uh when you're when you're yeah. up nineteen with ten to go, you're like, Oh, this may be one of our years. Yeah, Todd, here's the thing though. Let me put that that in perspective. We're up it was eighteen with uh, okay. nine to go. Um, okay. Ashton, the point guard for Kentucky, did not make the trip for personal right. reasons, but right. that's you know um uh quickly their their other number one guard fouled out with nine minutes to go so they were um, wounded is what you're trying to say yes even work yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we just you know we we just made bad bad passes we made turnovers we we uh made bad shot selections we couldn't play defense uh, it was just a colossal that's, that's a game you know. that's a game as a player they never forget right you had it yeah, yeah. I mean, 10 years 20 years now i'll be thinking about a series a little series of plays that occurred you know, one bounce a certain way, and the game's different. So, and selfishly, so I was uh, I was hoping Dad would see a, a nice victory, right? And I was yeah. like, "Oh, good, Dad, yeah. have a good afternoon." And then I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, <laughs> sports They're a team that can get hot for stretches, yeah. but stretches usually don't last 40 minutes. Um, yeah, and, you know, <laughs> the stretches come, and so it, it'll be a team that I will mark out early in my bracket. Uh, once again, one of those uh, if they if they continue to win, good for good for them, but. Uh, you know, bad for my poll, but I'll take that. Um, it's a team that I could see either losing to a, you know, a, a MEAC school in yeah. the first round or a team that I could see going to the elite eight and giving you, giving you hope. And then, and then giving up a big lead with five minutes to go in the elite eight. So <laughs> if this see. squad makes a sweet 16, that's, that's a victory right there. I mean, that's, yeah. that'd be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, um, Todd, how about soccer? What happened in soccer Ooh. this week? I know there was a big rainstorm during the Manchester uh, match. Darby. Three things. Three things. The Derby, which I actually had to look up. I did a couple years ago. Um, and a Derby <laughs> simply means your biggest rival in uh, proximity. Um, That's awesome. So Auburn, Alabama, Arizona State, Arizona yep. Yep. Um, would be a perfect example. So um, I texted Bill. I didn't know he was um, at, at Disney, but I was like, hey, man, big big game today. You may want to pay attention. It's a uh, – it's the Derby, but um, so uh, Manchester United won two nothing. They scored early, probably twenty minutes in, and then they scored late to uh, seal the victory. But first, uh, I, I believe it's what they call a double. I think they've won both matches this year against wow. Man City. Um, what I didn't realize is the the skipper of Manchester United. His name is Ole O L E Gunner, 
and I can't pronounce his last name. Bill, you know what I'm talking about. Starts with an S, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he, he was a Manchester legend, right, uh, as a player. And, but he said um, Manchester City back when he played, and this is probably the 90s, early 90s, they were in League One and even the Championship uh, League. So for wow. years, Manchester United was the – it in Manchester. Well, they dominated uh, now, the nineties for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh city's won, I think three or four titles in the, wow. um, in, you know, this century. So um, again, it's kind of nice to have it, have it back. So that was a big uh, story. Uh, Liverpool was down one, nothing to Bournemouth and they've, they, they were facing their third straight victory, um, including all comps, meaning the uh, uh, Euro, not Europe league, the champions league. And um, they lost to Watford last Saturday, but they came back and won two one. So, they are nine points away from claiming the title, and Man City was in second place, so that was for them to pick up zero just just helped out. So it's not, uh, uh, God, this would be the worst collapse ever. Um, so I don't think I'm jinxing them, but <laughs> it's not if it's when, right? So that's the theory. Yeah. And then one last thing in soccer uh, that you boys I thought would find interesting: um, there's a, a very storied club called Newcastle, Newcastle United, who their derby is. Sunderland, which I've suggested to both you boys to watch Sunderland until I die. I, when I fly to San Diego, I told yeah. you that I, I watch, I watch those it. things on planes. Yeah. So Newcastle, and again, they when the Premier League started, um, they won you know six of fifteen years uh, in a fifteen year span. They won six titles back in the early nineteen hundreds. So a very storied club, but a gentleman, a very big, extremely wealthy, and a big spender in the sports world is trying to buy them. And I'll give you all one quick guess. Um, very elaborate spender, very showy with his money. Um, uh, individual sport, not a team sport. Uh, How about if I give you another hint? He's a boxer. Oh, Floyd? May- There's Floyd, a story today that he's to trying it. to buy Newcastle. Now, I don't know if he's a partner in a big group or and heading it wow. or – but yeah, when I read that, I was like, "That's pretty awesome." That guy's wow. like, it's, probably, it's probably close to a billion dollars for just like a lower level. Uh, I, I, EPL I could look. Uh, I could look I'll at Newcastle Football look, Club. Look, Man, Man United was a billion twenty five years ago. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. That's true. I know. That's yeah, saying. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, twenty five. Here we go. Years. How much is Newcastle United worth? I did a quick Google. Uh, five hundred million in twenty seventeen. Yeah, but that's going to value in seventeen. So seven hundred to eight hundred million. Yeah. So he's yeah, got Lloyd has a lot of money. He ain't right. got that much money. Yeah. He, he he's part of a bigger group. But I think wouldn't that be great to see Floyd in the stands? Just I mean, just I want to see what the uniforms look like when he gets done with them. <laughs> they have the black and white stripes now, right? I don't know if you know or not, but yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's soccer. So, so interesting stuff. Any other sports guys you want to talk about, Bill? The uh, French NFL. How about, NFL? How about, about the NFL? Josh about- Norman signs with the Bills. I just wow. wanted to point that I out. missed that. Yeah. Yeah, today. So you, you got a, you got another de- – more on the defense for the Bills, which has got to be helpful, right? Yeah. Bills Mafia has got to love that, yeah. That, and then free agency opens up next week, I think. And that's going to be – it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun in the NFL for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, really? a lot of – a lot of, a lot of right? Right? A lot of with, with Tom Brady, right? What's he going to do? Brady and Rivers, where do they end up? Because, you know, and we'll see – Brady's more than likely back in New England, but yeah. Phillip not back in LA. Well, obviously, so. J- Jacoby Brissett and Jameis Winston um, – yeah, that's going to be interesting. So that, that that'll be fun. There's there rumors that Carolina. A, a lot of talk middle of the week last week about the possibility of would it happen that 
that Brady <laughs> and Garoppolo would get traded. Which, you know? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, it's, it is funny, you know, but yeah. it, uh, you know that Belichick would do it in a heartbeat, in my opinion, obviously, but there's no way that, I mean, San Francisco's built to win right now. They need a oh, quarterback to win right now, but yeah. it's not a 42 year old Brady. I just don't <laughs> think, yeah. <laughs> but they don't have a lot of confidence in Garoppolo, right? And I think Garoppolo is good, though. I mean, he didn't do anything in the playoffs, though. Remember, they ran the ball. He had like 60 yards passing in one win and 110 yeah. in the other. Then he lost, you know, the Super Bowl. Did so, you ignore or was it funny, my Janine Garoppolo? Never I'm sorry. No, I, I ignored it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, did you hear? I heard a story this week also that the rumor is Carolina is going to try to tank next year in order to get uh, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I, I put no credence into that story. I'm sorry. No. No You're way. not going to convince guys that are cut at the drop of a hat that they're going right. to, uh, you know, not try hard. So I just think yeah, that's you know, funny. Early, my, Kevin told me the early Heisman odds have Justin Fields ahead of Trevor Lawrence right now. Hmm. I, believe that. I believe yeah. that. Trevor, right. Trevor tailed off a little from the sophomore. Trevor, Trevor, freshman Kyle year. Traskot is uh, coming out as a lot of a lot of rankings as the number one quarterback in the SEC. I love wow. it. Good, love good it. for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you know, Georgia's got a big question mark there. If we're if we're shifting the college football, they have the transfer from Wake Forest, right? Yep. Exactly. And they have some young. I think I think the future's bright, but you know, a, a true freshman or even a redshirt freshman is not tested, right? Um, right. So I think they're going to quote unquote slot in this guy from Wake. Um, you know, what it reminds me of Sean and help me. Um, who's the Notre Dame transfer that we had two, three, four, five oh. years ago? Zaire, maybe. Yeah, Malik um, Zaire. Malik Zaire. So I remember, um, and my nephew, you met him, Bill, Jake Dreiler, used to write mm-hmm. for the Independent Florida Alligator, the school newspaper. And I remember texting him saying, is it good that we got Zaire? And he basically said, there's a reason why he's transferring from Notre, from Notre Dame, right? <laughs> it's not that his grandma's dying and he wants to spend more time in Florida's family. He, you know, he wasn't cutting it up in Notre Dame. So I yeah. suspect, without knowing this Wake Forest guy, there's a reason he's transferring from Wake Forest. But who knows, maybe with good coaching and the – the right scenario, Georgia, you know, finds magic with him, but um, they they got a big question mark, right? At quarterback, yeah. So, yeah, Bill, uh, French Open will be uh, uh, assuming it happens. Is it scheduled for May, or is that uh, April? yeah, late April, early May? Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, we can. But yeah, that's that, that's a great question. You know, I want to talk a little bit. Of, you want to throw that in the sports world uh, if played because they, they canceled the BNP Paribas Open. Mm-hmm. I should take Indian, Indian Wells, right? Yep, Indian Wells. And that's a big event. Cindy and I have been to that a couple times. Um, that's almost like a, a fifth uh, major kind of deal, right? Uh, as yeah, far as yeah, yeah. All the big players come because it's close to LA, you know, mm-hmm. so they're yeah, all out there. The weather's, too, right? yeah. the weather's good. Um, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I mean, watching some of those Italian league games, you know, the yeah. <laughs> with no one in they, the stands. They postponed the soccer season. They postponed, yeah. yeah they, they shut it down, shut it down yeah. today. The same thing, so think, think about the Final Four. You know, if this thing keeps going the way it's going here, um, there's a chance that that uh, those Final Four games, you know, when the numbers come out and the numbers start getting big, which is inevitable, there'll there'll be a tough decision for the NCAA to figure. I mean, how do you how do you there's how do you, that money loss is going to be tremendous. Now they can still get the t- TV revenue, they can still play the games, but the gate's huge at those. How games, do you pay, right? You're LeBron. They asked him, "Would he play an empty stadium?" He's like, "No, I won't." I won't do it. Hmm. He's like, uh, it's uh, possible too. Hey, so. I, I don't, well, I got my opinion. Maybe, maybe I'll go. Uh. Maybe I'll go after recording. I don't know. Okay, but. yeah, we'll do it after recording amongst ourselves. Yeah. Well, guys, <laughs> just be diligent, but um, widespread panic 
Uh, I, I hope I hope the widespread panic is incorrect. I hope, right? Yep. We're all hoping that. So I will yep. do. Yeah. Yep. So let's let's wrap it there, guys. Uh, uh, unless there's any other activities, we got a big week next week. Obviously, with heading into March Madness, spring break for me, and uh, obviously the TPC, and then we are right around the corner to the Masters this week. Bill, obviously, with CBS covering, uh, you know, start March Madness, we're going to see a lot of Masters commercials. Um, yeah, so there's that song that you hear yep. at the beginning. Yep, and yeah, yep, the tinkling of the piano and, and the pictures <laughs> of the song. Uh, <laughs> he said he said tinkling he said tinkling so let's go around the horn todd what do you got coming up this week your your first uh f- first full week back in action uh yeah today was a, a big uh continuing to catch up day but it's um i'm, I'm hitting the uh the, the the local road i like to call it um i'm going to be focusing on my greater atlanta counts um tuesday wednesday thursday uh real hard just to uh just to get out. Um, I will call ahead and make sure they're welcoming visitors. Um, just want to make sure, uh, I I don't drive uh, in vain, but, um, yeah. So, um, just focusing on, uh, closing jobs. I mean, that's, we had a great year, 2020 or 2019, uh, 2020s off is we're kind of limping out of the gate, so to speak. So, um, focusing on what I need to do to positively affect the future and not worry about things that I can't control, right? So as, I think every salesperson has to do that. They're, good way to think. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that can bog you down and, and uh, get you negative, um, but trying keep to looking, uh, keep, yeah. keep looking forward. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but that's uh, that's what I got. Bill, what about you, man? Let's see. I am headed to Orlando at the end of this week, uh, Thursday and Friday. In the meantime, a couple of days spent, you know, kind of cruising around the uh, St. Pete area. In Hillsborough County, uh, but this is my. Uh, what do we got? We've got a lot going on. I mean, we are incredibly busy. We are in season and having uh, blowing away last year numbers. Good the last couple months. So that's a great thing. It, it puts a little stress on the staff. Uh, so we're all trying to pitch in where we can to help. Uh, but it's been it's been a great start, and we just want to kind of keep it moving forward. Are you in mid season form, Bill? Um, yeah, yeah, we are. We're in mid season form. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, what about the real time sessions, Bill, you have anyone coming up? Oh yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. That uh, little thing you do. Uh, thanks, week, right? thanks a lot. Uh, buddy. first two interviews today, Sean, you'll like these, uh, Terry Conrad out of uh, Vancouver, Canada Fantastic. and the ever curmudgeon curmudgeon Rob Hahn. Oh, you already oh. did it. Yeah, we already talked today, and it's yeah, it gets a little figure. it gets a little dark at the end. <laughs> he doesn't have the brightest outlook for realtors in, in the next twenty years. Okay, so which is okay for you and me, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, okay, good, yeah. So, sure. Uh, yeah, but uh, he's a great guy. He's really a nice guy, right? And I met him ten years ago. Uh, the story is in the podcast, but he sent out a tweet ten years ago, going, "Hey, I'm going to be in Phoenix tonight. Anyone around want to get some dinner?" And I just happened to respond to, I had never met him. I, maybe we'd interacted on Twitter and I said, uh, eh, I'll get you, you know, I'll meet you for some, some dinner in Tempe. Cause he was staying in Tempe. He goes, great. So I picked him up at his hotel. We went to mellow mushroom on mill Avenue mm. and, uh, had a nice dinner and, you know, great beer selection there. So he was enjoying that. Um, and I, ever since then, you know, I've just kind of known who he is and that, oh. waited too long to get him on the show. Cause he, Todd, he's this, uh, he's a voice in the industry who, uh, 
he's a, he likes to tell the truth and his his truth is different sometimes than other people's gotcha. if that makes sense okay. he's very he's got a strong opinion frank very strong opinions yeah. yep and he has facts to back it up he, you know where you afraid. stand when you talk to him right yep and he yeah. stirs the pot and contrarian yeah um, that's another way i always say sean i, I close the, the show with having dinner with rob and sam deboard would be quite a dinner <laughs> yeah those are two real intellectual guys in our business, you know. Yes, for sure. Always thinking about the numbers and thinking about the economics and thinking about where we're going. It's it's pretty interesting stuff. So that was uh, thanks Good. for asking. Thanks and great for asking. job, great. So wh- who's tomorrow, Terry? Uh, tomorrow is Mark Armstrong. Uh, Mark Armstrong, did you meet him? He's the uh, CEO of Rate My Agent oh, out of yeah. Australia. Yeah, 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 the big guy, tall guy. Yeah, very interesting story. Um, it goes it goes a good forty five minutes. He's he likes to talk and. He has some great stuff to talk about. Uh, very interesting guy with four kids. Um, so Mark Armstrong, rate my agent. Good. That'll be tomorrow's okay. episode, yeah. Great job on the podcast today. You were you were a guest on the RE Rethink Real Estate with uh, Chris Lazarus and Christian Harris and Nate. Um, yeah, Nate. Nate's a crack up. I like Nate a lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just kind of a, he's another guy that gets kind of rough, right? Yep. yep. That was cool. He does. He does. Uh, guys, for me, I, I, I got a big class tomorrow. I, like I said, uh uh, eight hours at Ohio Realtors for the GRI 200 class. I'm doing the uh, digital media and social media sec- section tomorrow. So kicking off the session for these guys uh, should be fun. Then a couple days just getting ready. And then we head off to Hilton Head for the week uh, with the family. So Riley's home this week uh, for her spring yeah. break. And nice. She'll head down with not us. Not as long a drive for your. Not as long a drive for you, huh? Well, it'll be eight hours to Columbia. We'll stay there Friday, Friday night, and then about three and a half down to Hilton Head from there. No, so, not going all the way down to Naples or no, yeah, we're not going, yeah, so, yes. So then we'll so, be able to go back on Saturday. So yeah. Hilton Head, um, I, I hope I'm not upsetting anyone. I like Hilton Head, but but it's just okay to me, right? People people love Hilton Head. Every, I've been there. You always notice that Ohio people go to Hilton Head, right? <laughs> and I asked what, and it's because they advertise Hilton Head targets Ohio and floods them with advertisement. Come, 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 come. Mm-hmm. Um, Aruba, New Yorkers love Aruba because the way the earth or the United States is curved, a flight from New York to Aruba is the same amount of time as Atlanta to Aruba. They're both four hour flights, right? Wow. And yeah. so, um, what does Aruba do? They, uh, advertise pump in New York, New York, come to Aruba, only a four hour flight. You're in the Caribbean. So Sean, when you're there and I know you love talking to people, just kind of see if there's a bunch of Ohioans in Hilton. Oh, I know there. So, you, so you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's also, it's also, it's also you know, a one, a twelve hour drive at most. Yeah. Um, so you can get there in one day. You know, um, it's convenient. Lots of places to stay. Lots of golf. So if you walk in a restaurant and yell "Oh, you're going to get a ton of IOs back. Do it. Oh, sure. Do it. Do oh, sure. it. Were you video check that one time for us? Don't ask for permission, sure. by the way. Ask walk into a bar and yell that. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> And cool. then you can tell Rhonda can get mad at us later. Yeah, yeah it's good. Right, my fault. Yeah. So, right. on behalf of Bill and Rod, <laughs> Sean Carpenter, thanks for listening to the Stare Down. <laughs>